Welcome to Women Winning at Work podcast. My name is Barka Herman. I interview women with successful careers in tech. Please like and share this episode and podcast, and do reach out to me if you or someone you know would like to be featured on my podcast. The best place to find me is on LinkedIn, Barka Herman. And now, without delay, please enjoy this episode. Welcome to another episode of Women Winning at Work podcast with Barka Herman. And today I have a very special guest with me. Um, her name is Jivantika. And of course, she works at Microsoft. And uh, I have had the pleasure of working with her and uh, collaborating with her on some other projects. Uh, but before I go there, I want to just introduce Jivantika to you, a very talented, uh, very driven young woman who is actually based in uh, Microsoft Ireland. So Jivantika, jump in and I'd love for our audiences to hear um, who you are, what, what you're doing these days and uh, in life and work. Thanks, thanks, Berka, for having me in, and it's really a pleasure to be on this podcast with you. So, and thanks for the wonderful introduction, by the way. My name is Jivantika, and uh, I am a partner. I am a cloud solution architect uh, in Microsoft. I said partner because I joined Microsoft as a partner technology strategist, so my role kind of is similar to what I do now as well. I joined uh, Microsoft 10 months ago, so December 2021, uh, during the pandemic time, it was all remote onboarding, and which was an amazing experience for me uh, <clears throat> because uh, everybody was in lockdown. Everything came to me, my desk, my PC, my laptop, everything came to me by post. I started in the lockdown meeting everybody virtually, which was a little bit weird, of course, for me, because I love looking at people, meeting people face to face. But at the same time, it was so amazing. I really enjoyed my starting journey. And even now I am just enjoying it. So apart from my uh, normal day job or my normal routine, I am also a founder of International Women in Tech Group, which I created two years back with 10 people. And currently I am leading a group of 3000 plus amazing women. Uh, and they are not just women in technology, but women everywhere. I named uh, International Women in Tech as Tech because I believe wherever people are working, whatever profession they are in, there is a little bit touch to technology. So that's the reason women in tech. And we have women who are early in their careers, who have achieved a lot in their careers, who are leaders, who are at the top position, who are entrepreneur. So we have women from all the categories and you know, helping out each other, mentoring each other, being a mentee to get some support and all these things. So. I came to Ireland in 2018 to do my master's in cloud computing. I did my master's from National College of Ireland and I graduated in 2019. As soon as I graduated, I was hired uh, in one of the logistics in Ireland as a software engineer, cloud engineer basically. But within three months, I was promoted to chief technology officer. So that was a kind of a pickup for me uh, of my career because I felt that being a CTO gave me a lot of exposure to the outside technology world, or you can say the outside wholesome world where you can, you know, 
actually face competition where you can actually face a lot of challenges because you are working with different kind of people because you're working with uh, people from different countries you're traveling so of course there are so many challenges that came up and it was quite an amazing experience for me and that's the reason while i was uh, doing my batch uh, my masters that's the reason i started international women in tech because being an international woman in a foreign country it was quite difficult for me to cope up with things not knowing the country not knowing too many people not getting the help that i was looking for and that's why i thought that maybe i should open a platform where every international women or every local women could come together and help out each other so initially it was more of like helping 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 sharing 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 and even now we have that thing that we help each other we share information to help each other and we share information that we learn as well from our experiences so in natural that's the whole idea of international women in tech and why it is so close to me that's fantastic what a what a great story so as our my audience has already know this my next question is your origin story so the the concept of origin story is of course based in comic books i'm a geek um grew up on reading comic books and i believe that uh, everyone has an origin story so i'd love to hear what was your journey like and obviously um you're of indian origin so you grew up in india and you immigrated to ireland and then you, you you've shared a tiny bit of your career path but i'd love to hear like the early what how did it start how did you choose computer science or you know engineering cloud all that yeah and uh, so yeah that's a pretty interesting story i would say for me and it was again quite a difficult journey but at the same time super exciting so i am yes i'm from india uh, from a place called nagpur which is in maharashtra uh, the city is called is famous for oranges and that's why we call it orange city uh, it's the name <laughs> um i did my uh, bachelor's as well so i was with my parents till i was 21 um and i know like being with parents comes with a lot of restrictions as well typical indian parents and which was i think a backbone that i had to move ahead and supporting all my decisions so i i actually started my technology journey um by doing bachelor's in computer science engineering <clears throat> there was um no particular reason why i chose technology because at that time the competition was so strong for computer science like everybody wanted to get into computer science technology everybody wanted to do that kind of bachelors and with my friends i went along as like let's give it a try because <clears throat> everybody was new like we didn't know like you know what languages at that point nobody taught us in school that you know you have to learn this language this is a uh, kind of programming languages we got to know everything in bachelors so uh, when i went in bachelors with all my friends uh, we started with the first first year and we were learning everything you know all the basics physics chemistry uh, computers uh, engineering drawing mechanical and everything and slowly i started to get interested in technology is like okay this is something happens as well in the world you know outside it's not all dreams and that's how i slowly developed my interest of course there were a lot of other areas like civil civil engineering and stuff which kind of 
took my attention as well at that point because it included a lot of field work and I love traveling. I love, as I said before, going to meet people outside. So, <clears throat> but somewhere I was so connected with technology as like, I need to look at it like, why is this and how is this? And I started to do my own research, learning things. And then we used to get a lot of thesis. And, you know, then we started learning language. The first language we started learning was Python. Unfortunately, we were just 10 days in the course and our lecturer left and the Python was then gone there and there itself. So after that, I never looked at Python, <laughs> like how it works. I just remember one word, which is uh, echo that is used to print. <laughs> That's the only thing I remember from Python. And uh, then we started with our, you know, uh, normal course of computer science, uh, uh, object oriented programming and C, C++, Java, all those things. So we reached to our finals and I was so bad in mathematics. I was so bad. Like I literally had to repeat my exam three times. I was so bad. And mm -hmm. I actually somehow feel proud. I don't know. I shouldn't <laughs> be proud of my failures. But I think um, it was good for me. Repeating those exams actually were very good because at the end, I had gained that first time when I failed, I was very upset because all my friends had cleared and there were few people left, few people left with me who hadn't been able to get through it. And I was so depressed. I used to cry to my mom, like, why me? Like, why can't I get so good in mathematics? So I just remember one thing from my mom and I give like 200 credit to my mom because she is so supportive. Mm -hmm. All the way through my journey, she has been so. And even now, if I feel, you know, like I am depressed or I'm stressed for something, I'll just give a ring to her like this is something happening. And I know like she's not educated that much. Uh, and she hasn't been through that, you know, all the phases of experience, like education experience. But I know her life experiences are worth understanding. And somehow she will give me some boost, you know, like, oh, yeah. go ahead and do it. Why are you so, you know, scared of all these things? And I think that's where I got all my courage from. Uh, she was an ex-politician as well. So I know she's like, nice. and she wouldn't really, uh, you know, be afraid or, or she wouldn't have any stage fear. So I get I got something from her. <laughs> and then I was like, I literally took her words like, why are you scared? It's fine. It's just, you know, failure. It's, it's just part of life. And then I gave another exam with that thing. Oh, it's fine if I fail again. And I failed again. So I think I took uh, her advice on a different level. Um, but then I realized, you know, like you should have positive mindset to reach to a problem or to, you know, have that problem solved whenever you are, you know, going through a situation, you just have to bet on optimism always. And that's where I got all the strength. Okay, it's fine that I failed two times, but I what did I learn? Then I started to reflect back, you know, like, what was my fault? Why did I do this? Where did I fail? And that's what that 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 is something that that I was able to recollect and then clear it in the third time. So that's I think, so yeah, go ahead. No, I think that was the uh, so-called journey of uh, coming to Ireland as well. 
because as soon as I graduated, I started working in uh, one of the, I, I was actually hired through campus recruitment in my finals. And I was the only person that was hired through campus recruitment even after three failures. <laughs> so that actually brought more confidence that, you know, it's not just the uh, education part or failure part that is uh, helping you grow, but it also how you look through all these things. What what optimistic approach you are taking to the life. And I started working in Mumbai. Uh, that was my first time I left my parents and went to a different city to live, started my career in technology. So I was there for 18 months uh, as a software uh, application developer. And then I felt that, you know, this is where my life is. That's it. I'm done in here because uh, I am working 13 hours a day and that's my job I have to do. And at some point I was like, I think I'm just fed up of working 13 hours. I want to do more. And I didn't see any exposure at that time to, you know, uh, pick up somewhere or pick up just one knot, you know, where I can just reach to it and I can start my next phase. So I just spoke to a lot of few people uh, around like, you know, what should I do? What, of course I had mentors at that time. Uh, As we say, mentors are very important. So they helped me guide, you know, like maybe you should go for further studies if you want. And that's why I chose Ireland because Ireland is, at that time everybody felt that Ireland is an IT hub, which is true. (laughs) A lot of big companies are in Ireland. And that's the reason I chose Ireland. And when I saw what is the trending, Technologies going on in Ireland, which is close to technology. Uh, I heard cloud and data. Somewhere my heart led me to cloud, and uh, that's the reason I came to Ireland. What a fantastic fantastic story, especially. especially, um, uh, There's an echo here, Uh, but I'll, I'll try to be precise. What a inspiring story with your mom especially that's so cool that you know she was a strong woman and a strong support in your life so i love that and i love the fact that you took that and learned uh one of the series that i'm doing right now is on questions and i noticed that you went from your first failure the question you were asking yourself was why me and after your second failure, the question you were asking were, how can, what can I learn from this? That's fantastic. I love that. <laughs> what a great message. <laughs> so the next question I have for you is, what are some of the top challenges of being a woman in technology? And because you worked also in Mumbai, as well as in Ireland, uh, and different companies. I'd love to hear, like, you know, any, uh, what are the different challenges and different places that you've lived and worked as a woman in technology? Yeah. Um, and I think this is something I really love to talk about with everybody because I know a lot of people think that women in technology comes with a lot of challenges, and which is true. It does come with a lot of challenges. But at some point, I actually stopped looking at them as challenges, but I started looking at them as situations. So when we talk about that, giving some of the examples from my previous experiences, as you mentioned in Mumbai. So like me, there were so many graduates working in a software industry. And honestly, there are still a lot of company in India who promote women in technology. 
Mm. And there are still company in India who actually do not do it. So I will mm. be a little bit blunt in here that I still have a lot of complaints against some of the organizations in India who actually feel that women shouldn't be able to work that much. Women should should not get that much of attention as well in technology because it's the um, male society who leads the leadership team who leads who can sit on the CEO chair and who can start their own company because of the mentality that the people have. It's not uh, it's not the culture, but it's the mentality. And every country has some sort of, you know, backlogs to it when it comes to the society mentality. So when we talk about that, just because I'm from India, I'll, I'll speak my uh, heart out in here that they feel like I, as uh, women grow and they reach their, you know, like 20s or 20, 21, 22, they should get married. You know, that's that's the end for them. They should find a nice, good looking room, uh, earning good, having a good job and they should get married. They should get settled. That's what right. they call it, the word settled. And I actually would quote them in settled as settled because that is the meaning of successful women in some of the mentalities uh, in the market or in the society. So that's how they look, that a woman is successful if she's married to a, you know, good, uh, uh, good man and, you know, who is successful in his life. But for me, the definition changed when uh, I actually saw a lot of women growing. When I actually saw, but to start with, when I saw my mom, uh, mm -hmm. as I said, the inspiration of my life, that's her. And I saw her doing things. I saw her not being educated and standing up for her rights and for people, right? Because she was in social rights and social stuff. She helped a lot of people out there. And I saw like, it's not just the education you need to, you know, help people, but your mentality that you think that you need to take to help the others who are in need. And I saw like, you know, if, her time was different. She did not get that much of exposure to all these things. But I am getting everything. My parents are supporting me. I am getting all the stuff that I need. I just need to ask them. You know, I want to do it. And if I'm asking, I need to make sure that I do it and not just, you know, play around with it. So I was like, I should probably take this challenge up and I should stand for my own rights. You know, why should I fear of anybody? I'm not I'm not a slave working for somebody and nobody's controlling me and I am the own master of my own life. Uh, so that's the reason I left the organization that I was working with because it was getting very difficult for me to grow in that space. And that's mm -hmm. the challenge. As you mentioned, yeah. that's the challenge being a woman in technology, women in a software industry, that people do not look at you as somebody who can grow and excel. They rely mostly on people who, you know, who have that capacity, mostly in the male, uh, male area. <clears throat> so when I reached Ireland, my perspective of life totally changed because mm. I saw like people, especially women, they are so much independent. They are so much, you know, outgoing. They are so much lively. They and and people are supporting. It's just the dif uh, difference of the society. That's what I I meant. So the the challenges when I came here, they all became situations. Uh, 
because mm-hmm. i was in that situation in india i faced those problems but when i came here it was totally different so the ch- situation changed for me and now i wanted to make sure that the situations that i am coming with coming through or coming in between i should probably find a solution to get out of them so what no, I, to do with that and that's the reason everything came to me okay i sh- if if i am in a situation where nobody's helping me then i should create a platform where people will come and help me or people will come or ask for help and i can help them because i did yeah, not yeah. wanted that what i went through others should also go through and that i i kind of got certain connection with the, the things that were going around and i think um, this really helped me all the experiences and all the things that i i think the way that i saw the perspective that i had in my mind to look at things they, those those things they changed my perspective changed to look uh, look around at life and i think that helped me a lot to overcome those situation those uh, critical or negative situations and you know that that's all yeah, about that's, that's beautiful i'll share with you uh, uh, and you know um I, I, as you, you know i do a lot of you know programs and coaching and mentorship within microsoft and uh uh no names but i actually had a woman who's working for microsoft india talk to me about this and um so uh she's also you know she's in software clearly successful she's working for microsoft married so you were talking about settled uh so clearly married and she was getting a lot of pressure from her in-laws to have children because that's the next step right being married is step one, but it doesn't stop there. You, you have to have kids. And uh, it was it was interesting because this is during the pandemic and she was like, well, you know, I said, you know, call me, let's talk about this. And she said, I can't because I'm working from their home. So I can't have a like a conversation. <laughs> so it's just so very interesting that um, there are challenges still. And, you know, clearly this is an educated woman she is a successful woman yeah. and um, you know she's kind of lived up to the society's obligation to have a marriage she's not opposed to having children she she wanted to wait but yeah. you know it's everywhere and well and, and i don't want to paint a picture that oh, oh my god everyone is horrible that's not reality either but there are challenges everywhere. there are challenges yeah um, that's true yeah so from from that perspective, what is the best part of being a woman in technology? What is the good stuff? So I think everything is good. If you just ignore those negative things, everything is amazing of being a woman in technology. I think what I feel, you know, being in India and the, um, you know, the cultures that I have followed, the thinking, that ancient thinking that people have, and you know listening to so i am not very religious really but i actually respect all religions you know and i i actually hear what they have to say about you know uh, the stuff they have heard about and they follow so what i have seen what i have heard and what i have noticed is women a woman actually comes with a lot of powers and we have like ability to work with 10 hands even though we don't have you know there is a goddess even with 10 hands but just coming back to reality we actually have a lot of power to do things and coming back to our moms like if you see a mother who is not even working and who is working she can do everything 
you know, all the household chores you have, taking care of your baby, taking care of your husband, taking care of the family, taking care of your in-laws, everything. She could do every single thing. And I think this power could be utilized in so many different ways. There is mm. nothing, you know, it's just the self-confidence that you build in to do something. And if you kind of have this positive energy in mind, okay, I can do this. You know, I don't really need to be told by someone, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't. And that's the good thing I feel about being a woman in technology, that I am free. Mm. You know, I mean, I am lit- I do not have to follow those rules, certain rules that will, you know, uh, push me back or pull me back. You know, my pull, pull me from doing something that I want to achieve in my career. I want to be successful or I want to or not even, you know, if you're married at some point and then uh, in laws being in laws and they'll be like, oh, what, why do you have to support your parents? there? You are now this family. I really don't see that thing coming, you know, and becoming a problem for women, which is usually uh, back in some countries and some places because you are same. My parents are same, their parents are same, everybody is same. It's my decision what I have to do. I mean, like, you know, I am taking care of everybody around and I love doing that. So Mm. why should I be stopped, you know, helping others? If I am helping a third person out there, why am I uh, and who am I to stop myself or who am I mean, like, who are the other people to stop me to not to help my own family, you know? So I think in that sense, we are all free and liberal you, you know you can say like a, and um, just just I think that's the good part uh, in total it's that's the best part of being women in technology because we are adored and we actually are there to support emotionally mentally and you know physically if need so it's just the way it is I mean we don't really have to make it complicated or we don't really have to make it overthinking with negative stuff coming in mind okay I cannot do this what will they think I mean just step for it and you'll go for it that's that's yeah, the yeah I love that what a beautiful message speaking of messages uh, I'd love to hear um, what would you have to say and I you know you shared some of your struggles with us what would you say to like a five-year-old you or a 10-year-old or 15-year-old you or even uh, to other women who are listening to this podcast and maybe, uh, you know, struggling with some of their own negativity, circumstances, situations, as you put it, what message do you have now that you've lived through a lot of it? Just one message that I give everybody out there, whoever I speak with, and uh, and that's my motto around my neck, I would say, is do not fear losing, but fear not trying. Because losing comes with a lot of learnings and a lot of experience. But if you don't try, it would never come with an experience or with learnings, and you will just give up. And giving up is not an option, honestly. Life is very precious you get it once and I know it's a bit philosophy but that's truth like it's literally once and you won't be able to repeat it the time is precious once there next time it's gone and you can't bring it back so I would say just you know live to the fullest and do what makes you happy keep doing on what makes you happy and do not think of 10 different things that are going around which makes you you know feel a little bit little and makes you pull back your leg from doing something and just keep trying. I mean, someday there will be success, of course. 
And if you know, at some point you feel, okay, I really am not interested, I would like to try something else, just go for it. So I think that's the message that I would give and uh, yeah, be free. <laughs> Fantastic. So thank you so much, Jivantika, for coming to this podcast. Uh, what an inspirational story. And um, I, I will ask people to look at the show notes because we will have Jivantika's uh, LinkedIn group um, International Women in Technology, uh, which has reached over 3,000 people. And also, uh, she's being very modest. She's been honored with several awards uh, within Ireland, and uh, and uh, she's she's an amazing, inspirational woman. And so I, I appreciate you coming and sharing your experiences with us. Thank you so much, Berka, for inviting me. It was a pleasure to be here, and thank you for listening me out. Absolutely. Anytime. I hope you enjoyed the episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you so much for listening. Please like this episode and share it with someone you think that'll enjoy it. And do reach out to me on LinkedIn and connect. And also, if you would like to, please join my newsletter by visiting www.barkaherman.com. Thank you.